Truth be told, this world is cold. When Jesus saved my soul, it made my life whole. Well, searching scriptures for a deeper picture. Yeah, reading Delhi makes the Bible clearer. Yeah, truth be, truth be told that no one knows how much the Father loved that He sent His only Son. There can only be one who could change us for the better. Truth be told. Welcome, welcome back to Truth Be Told. This is your host and Bible teacher, Raheem Bay. And today, it's, a, it's an honor and a blessing to have my first uh, guest here with me. And um, you guys are going to be blessed. I know the Lord is going to work and move through this conversation. And just come with an open heart and open mind to see what the Lord has to say to us tonight. Today, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, this is my brother. Um, I've known him for for a few years now. <laughs> uh, been a part of the same ministry at times. He knows my family and know him. And just watching him has been a blessing to me, encouragement to me. Um, he does he does some videos on Facebook, some encouraging videos on Facebook. That every time I look at it, it's just been a blessing. And I just was like, man, I gotta have this brother on here because <laughs> uh, he 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 got some jewels, man. God is really working in him, and um, I'm just excited. So this is my brother Siafa Fanbula. Can you help me out with that, please, brother? <laughs> so it's Fanbula or Fanbula or Fanbule. Okay, yes. yeah. Fanbule. Okay. So good. So, um, so tell us about how, where you come from, your testimony, how you were led to the Lord and what was those seeds that were planted by the Lord? Ooh, oh man. So, you know, born and raised in New Jersey, um, born in Trenton and I moved to a, another town called Wellingboro, New Jersey. And, you know, one of the things that was like a real main highlight for me was the identity. I mean, that, that's just across the board. Identity was a big thing for me. Um, and it's very interesting that we're talking about identity now um, because that was the transitioning from where I was to where God had brought me to now. Um, you know, me growing up, I'm the youngest out of a lot of brothers and sisters. <laughs> um, and, you know, mom and dad was together, but they separated, still was married, and I did hear certain signs of reconciliation, which uh, they didn't get to that point. You know, my dad passed away when I was 16 years old. And during that time, it was crucial, because at that time, I'm beginning to have more questions about my manhood or what I'm coming into. You know, I have more questions about, okay, what am I supposed to be doing? Who am I supposed to be? Um, what am I here for? You know, purpose, identity, all of that starts to show up. And right around that same time is the time when my, my dad passed away. So as time moved forward, you know, I'm one of those individuals, listen, I was maybe not living in the street, but I was living that street life, you know. Mm. I took it from the standpoint of, all right, maybe I just backtrack towards, you know, my family, look at my family to see 
um, right. the identity that I'm supposed to have. Now, that sounds, you know, reasonable, right? That sounds rational, you know? Got mm-hmm. me in some trouble, though. And I could have been in some big trouble if I would have stayed where I was there. So the route that I took was looking at my family, and I learned how to act. I learned how to do, pick up, you know, I learned how to do certain things. Um, then one of the main things that was really a big issue was, you know, a family member I had a cousin of mine that was game banking. Um, mm. A cousin that was in Trenton that was game banking. And two of them, actually. And as time moved forward, mm. you know, I'm like, well, I was born in Trenton. I was born in Trenton, so maybe I can right. learn who I am based off the culture that's already there. Mm-hmm. The environment. The environment, learning from that environment and learning from that culture that's already there. And from that standpoint, I said, okay, so this is what suits me. Now, mind you, again, not just looking at just anybody in Trenton, but specifically looking at those who are a part of my family. And because of that, you know, more trust was there, more trust was towards, you know, those in my family, you know, the way how they speak, the way how they move and all of that, I pick up some things and I develop my own thing. Um, so to make a long story with that, uh, I started game banging and, you know, I was actually, you know, things was looking good in a sense. Not good, and, you know, but right. it, was, <laughs> right. it, was, it was looking good in a sense like, oh, everything's going well, you know. Mm-hmm. And also I'm librarian. And we have, it's a strong culture when it comes to librarians, you know, and I really do appreciate me being a librarian, you know, L-I-B, we say. And um, I, I looked at the way how we, we move, how we, how we do things and, and whatnot. And people looked at me, they like, when they see me out there, when they hear my name, now this is uh, something that I heard from somebody else. They said, man, when they hear Sai, that there used to be or what people would call me by short for Siapa or yeah. Saab. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear Saab's name, people be running the other direction. That's what I heard. Wow. I don't know if it's true or not. You probably just gassing me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the thing was is that um, we had this this uh, pride. We had this, this confidence about being Liberian, about being from Trenton, you know, about the family that we had, that we had, all of that. And I pretty much got my identity from there. However, there was still something that was going on in me because yes, there's certain things I had to work on to, to really um, get in the flow of what I was doing out there, living the street life. However, there was something that was really iffy. I remember my big homie who was my cousin, uh, a big homie, me and him, we was out there in the town, and he said something to me, and I'll lie to you not, man. I like to even, when I talk to him from time to time, I like to even mm-hmm. bring him from time to time. Like, yo, you remember the time when you told me that to be myself? Now, mind you, what he was really saying is to be yourself in the sense of, you know, just be you. You know what I mean? Right. What I was doing is that yeah, I'm being myself. I'm cool, calm, collective. I have fun. I make jokes. You know what I mean? Goofy, whatever the case may be, around family members, 
around those that I know. But those that I don't know, yeah, we can be of the same sex. But if I don't know you like that, watch. So he was pretty saying that, yeah, just be yourself. They cool, you know, things like that. However, it actually opened up a door for me to even go deep. And the pressure started coming up. Well, how can mm-hmm. I be myself if I don't really know who I am? I'm not the one who created me. Oh, wow. Mm. Yes. At the very moment, I noticed that there was something that was taking place. My mindset, uh, um, my Shift. focus, it's, everything starts shifting. Mm. Game banging. Oh, I'm, I'm LIB. And, and all, all these different things is going on. We got a squad. You know, we, we got fame in a sense. We, we got, some of us got stain. You know what I mean? Um, There's a lot of different things that was taking place that just looked like we was just on the upper. Everything Mm -hmm. seemed like it was good. Yeah. However, right in the midst of that, God dealt with me. I forgot exactly where I was at. I forgot exactly what I was doing. All I remember is that God spoke to me. I knew that God spoke to me. He said, if you really want to know who you are, you got to. Now, the way I heard it, he said it this way. If you want to know who you are, you got to come back to God. Mm. At that very moment, I knew that that was just me speaking to myself. Or I'm hearing somebody talk about God. I knew for a fact that that was God speaking. Now, okay, maybe at that very moment, you know, I didn't like really zero in about um, where that voice was coming from. Right. It did bring me to a place of recognize over time that that was God speaking. And what yes. he was saying is that if you really want to know who you are, you got to come back to me. Amen. Yes. Your dad and your mom got together and here you are. But even your dad and your mom don't know the real you that I intended for you to be. Mm. Amen. All rich revelations start coming in concerning with identity. Right. I, I'm born again because I recognize that, wow, in order for me to be my true self, I got to go back to the one who created me. Yes, definitely. We can use terms like manufacturing. You're not going to take a, a, for example, if you have an issue with a poor car, you're not going to take a poor car to a, a, uh, a Toyota dealership or a Toyota uh, um, corporation. Right. Work with that poor car. So you got to take that poor car to its manufacturer. Mm. And what showed me, I'm like, wow. <laughs> so this whole time, I'm, I'm looking at family. My dad's not here. And one of the questions, the three questions I had was, one, my dad's not here. Who's going to show me how to be a man? Not just any man, but this man. Who's going to show me how to be real me? I would think that would look towards my my biological father to show me how to be my real self because I came from him. Mm -hmm. So who's going to show me how to be a man? Who's going to show me also how to be a husband? That was a question I had 10 years ago. It's been 10 years, over Mm -hmm. 10 years. I said, who's going to show me how to be a husband? Who's going to show me how to be a father? So those are the questions that had 
that that I have. Right. And those questions definitely, as time moves forward, God's just been answered. Wow. Amen, man. That's just wow. <laughs> that's, that's such a powerful testimony. You know what I mean? To see that God directly dealt with your identity crisis. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, you brought up a good point when you said that the manufacturer, you know, we look to other things and we look to other people to find our, our identity. But the only way to really know who you are is to find out from the one who created you. Right. The, the, the manufacturer, you know what I mean? So you can't look at, for instance, the, to, to find out how, <laughs> how a Honda car works by going to Toyota because, you know, yeah, they may know a little some things about, you know, some cars are the same, but you're not going to get the full detail on what exactly the purpose and how it works uh, of that car, of that Honda car, unless you go to Honda. And so, man, you just, you just made a really good point, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just receiving. I'm receiving, man. Thank you for that. Um, and I wanted to also get into, since you were already talking about identity, you know what I mean? So I wanted to bring up second Corinthians five seventeen, and, you know, we all know these, this verse, a lot of, a lot of us believers who been brought up in this verse, we understand it, but, um, I think sometimes we may, we don't really grasp what's being said. And, um, you know, in first, uh, second Corinthians five seventeen, it says for we are a new creation, right? Old things are passed away and behold, all things have become new. So I want to ask you when you hear that, when you read that and where you read it the first time, how did you feel and how do you feel about that verse as you continue to, uh, soak in it? Cause this is a lifestyle. You know, we can hear the verse a million times, but then the Lord always finds ways to help you to understand it even more, deeper and deeper. So how would you feel about that verse? Yeah. So, of course, you know, first time, it's sweet, it's great revelation that God gave to me. However, as time moved forward, Daddy just keep on highlighting more. It's just that one verse. Mm. So, and God is interested in the recreation process. Mm. Oh, God is yes. really interested in the recreation process. It was always God's intention to restore mankind back to what he first planned. And it, first off, it's definitely it's talking about the the first image, the first identity that mankind had. Now, of course, we think about first plan, we would think about, oh, you know, God wanted us to eat from the trees, the fruits and the herbs, and all those different things. We would think about, like, you know, certain things that goes on on the outside. We could even talk about, like, how uh, God also wanted us to have provision available. Mm -hmm to us. Yes. You know, all of those things are part right. of the plan. Now, of course, you know, in these times, 
course, we know we're eating animals now. Now we just got to eat with moderation, prayer, and supplication. Mm-hmm. Different things unto God, right? So, yeah, we eat animals as we do it according to the order that, that God has given to us. Um, however, I do want to say this, though. When it comes to that first plan, and again, I went that route to highlight the people mindset may go towards our oh, first plan concerning with provision, first plan concerning with uh, your location, first plan concerning with what you want to eat, all of that. How about the first plan mm-hmm. that has to do with who you are? Yes, amen. How about the yes. first plan that has to do with who you are? Because mm-hmm. who you are is really what God is really asking. I said, but this is really, 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 really true. Really, really, really good. Really, really, really important. Because God is really after you being restored back to his first plan of who you are. Yes. When God, first thing when God said he wanted to make mankind, he said, let us make mankind. Let us make man and our image according to our likeness. That's the first thing he said right. with us. Yes. Then he went on to say, and let them have dominion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Over, you know, the, the, everything that's in the earth, pretty much, right? So looking at the scripture, uh, we, we're going to have a good time today. Man. Really are, because when people really come to a place of recognize that, recognizing that God did not bring you into Christianity to give you a religion so you can practice a tradition while you wait for Jesus to come back. No. Hmm. God made made it so that we can be born again. One of the things that God showed me directly, told me directly, is this. Born again means born again. Just that Hmm. this, you're not born of your mother and your father. You are this time born of the spirit and the word of God. Yes. Are directly born from the one who created the heavens and the earth. You are directly born now. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and that that has to be every Christian reality. It can no longer yes. be, oh, I'm a Christian because we go to church on Sunday. Right. It should no longer be, oh, I'm a Christian because I mentally believe on Christ. No, Christians mean the, the word Christian or the name Christian means Christ like. Mm. Like, yep. It is not talking about, oh, you're, you're uh, Christ like. Oh, let me say it like this you're a Christian because you go to church on Sunday, you sing three fast songs, uh oh, two fast songs, three slow songs, um, yep. or you listen to the preacher. You, you you know listen to the hooping and the hollering and then mm-hmm. you know shouting and things like that you're excited and don't get me wrong you know yes preachers do be giving good words good truth mm-hmm. but if that's just the thing that we do on Sunday and not really us going there to receive words that would help us to become better to be transformed it's for the issue so Amen. <laughs> as we look at the scripture I know I say all of that no, that's like, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but as we look at the scripture, it says, 
Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Yes. That, that word creature is species. You're a new species. Mm. This is directly talking about this is not this is not no cliche. This is not no uh, poetic word that's just being said just to make you feel good so you right. can have a better uh, view, quote unquote, of yourself, but it's not really true. No, this is literal. This mm. is a reality that God has brought us back into when we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, asking God to come into our heart. He came into our heart, causing our spirit to become alive again. We got born again. Mm. And we got born again of the same substance of Almighty God. Amen. Wow. So, us being a new creature, us being a new species, this is a reality that we have to hold on to. Because yes. every day in our life, there's always things that's going on around us that's trying to tell us, no, we're not. Nah, right. not that's not who you are. You you still side from the block. <laughs> Amen. Still, and still this dude. You still right. both or you, you still this and you still that. Exactly. But we have to really come to the realization that what God has done in you, what he has begun in you, I'm thinking about a, a scripture, um, Philippians chapter one, verse six, I think it is, talks about how what God has begun in you. He will perform it until the day of Christ's return. Yes. There's mm. something God has done. But when God do, when God do something, it's always great. It's always beyond, you know, it's outside of the box. It's always yes. beyond what we can imagine concerning with how we used to think in this world. People are not thinking about being recreated. Let's be honest. People may be thinking about get, uh, making, it, making it into heaven. People may be thinking about how they right. can get the keys back. People are not thinking about oh, actually having the same DNA as Almighty God. Mm. People are not thinking Absolutely. about it. And we can go through a whole uh, lot of factors on why people don't think like that. For one, it's not a part of the train. The training has been that excuse me, the training has been that you know, listen, we are filthy rags. Mm. Yep, we 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 are sinners saved by grace, barely making it in. Jesus paid the price so that we could so that we could escape earth and enter into heaven. Mm. And, and that's so it. We, and then mm. when we die. We meet Jesus, then God is going to change everything about us. Right. Oh, if we really get the scripture, God wants us to put that work in. <laughs> Amen. Amen, man. That's 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 good, man. You said a lot. I was, you, you kind of already answered uh, what I was going to go to next. You know what I mean? Because uh, uh, really was talking about the effects of us not knowing who we are and receiving that identity because he knows us better than we know ourselves. We're still in the process of learning who we are. You know what I mean? And us receiving that is, is the first step because like you said, we, you know, a lot of us have been taught to shy away from who God has made us to be. 
you know, the, the, what I, what I call a false sense of humility where, you know, you're a wretched, you know, sinner and you, you, you're dirty and, and all those things. And, and we want to realize, we want to recognize that that's, that's who we were. You know what I mean? That we were filthy sinners saved by grace. So we're not diminishing that work. Uh, we're not, you know, that's a part of the work of grace. Grace is so that you can be able to stand before him. You know what I mean? Through the death, resurrection of Jesus Christ. But we don't just stop there. You know what I mean? We don't just stop at that, that level of now, like you said, we, you know, we have, we were going to heaven, we got fire insurance and so now we're good. You know what I mean? And yet we don't really know who we are. We really don't know our purpose. We really don't know the, the, the new creation, the new species that he's made us to be. Um, and so that's what the, you know, I was doing the, the series on identity in Christ. That will, this is the whole reason for us to understand, you know what I mean? Because we've been, we, we've been taught to not accept the, the, the new creation that God has made us to be. And I feel like that has been something that is continuing to move us away from God's purpose in our life. Cause if you don't know who you are, if you don't know what God has done in you, how can you accomplish what he's called you to accomplish? And yeah, it's just, it's just an amazing thing to think about. And, you know, I was going to ask you, even though you, you, you partly <laughs> already answered this, but I just want to, uh, have you expound on this real quick? Cause I know you got to go soon, but, um, just expound on why is it important for us to know who we are as the church, as the body of believers? Why is it important for us to understand that Jesus came mm. to bring us the kingdom? How, why is it important for us to understand that we are ambassadors for Christ? Why is it un important for us to understand that we contain the DNA of God himself. Mm. Oh man, that's an excellent, excellent question. And that should be the question that every believer's heart for an answer so that they can walk in reality of the answer. Mm. Um, to ask the question, what came to me for me to say is this, we're gonna act, we're gonna do, whatever we believe that we are. Mm. We're going to act, yeah. we're going to do whatever we believe that we are. If we believe that we can never get right, then that's who we are. We are somebody who will never be able to get right. If we believe that our mouth as we're speaking, you know, we speaking, you know, ratchet, out of control. You know, mm. if that's what we believe, then that's what we're gonna be. If we believe, and this is so crazy, oh my God. The crazy thing is, is that we actually put ourselves in, this is so many thoughts that came to my head just now, mm -hmm. or two. Um, 
God is the one who created us. God is the one who created us. And he knows the form and fashion of what he first created. Right. It's a hard thing to go through life not knowing who you are. Hmm. Not even having a hunger to find out who you are. That's that's bad too. That's yeah. very that sure. that just means that you just satisfied with who you think you are and you just try to be a good person. Maybe some maybe some just be like, you know what? I don't care, it is what it is. Overall, it's the bad place to be at when you are already satisfied with who you think you are. And you have never even came to a place of consulting with the one who created you. One of the reasons could be some people may not believe that you can actually consult. You can ask, let me say this way. Not a lot of people believe that God is really aiming to speak with you. God is able to, to come into a relationship. Oh my God. Yes. Because God did not send Jesus to give us a religion mm. that we know of today. It is a pure and undefiled religion, which is the, the acts, the acts that, that come from a church that is submitted to the king. And those acts are visiting the fatherless and the widow, and then at the same time, keeping ourselves unspotted from the world. So that's pure undefiled religion. Anything more than that is pretty much man-made. Pretty much right. man-made. And those things that are man-made religion, God did not send Jesus to give us that. God sent Jesus to bring us, one of the major things is to bring us back into this relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And coming back into this relationship, best believe this communication. You'll be able to converse with God. And, mm -hmm. and to converse with God, it's at that time where God is willing to speak to you and tell you who you really are. Daddy is saying, no, I call God daddy, by the way, y'all know that. <laughs> daddy is saying, it gotta, listen, it gotta be real. Yeah. It gotta be real. I, I can't even, I don't even look at myself fatherless. When I look at, yes. this, when I look at the definition of fatherless, um, of course, you know, according to the world, I'm fatherless. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, I got father figures, you know, such as, you know, Dr. Leonard and different ones, you know. Mm -hmm. However, you know, according to this world, I'm fatherless. But according to the truth, Nah. Mm. Nah. Amen. And God as my father, if God is my father, that does not mean, oh, this is very important, everybody who's listening and watching this um, podcast. God is our father. That does that that does not mean that oh we are his creation. God being our father does not mean that we are his creation. It's this. God being God, yes, we are his creation. But God as our father means that we came from him. Mm. We came from him. Wow. Why is it so important? 
for us to know who we are in Christ? Why is it so important for us to know the identity that God wants us to have? Because listen, ooh, there's nobody in this world that want to be fake. Mm. If, if we be honest, nobody in this world want to be fake. Everybody want to find their place. But because of the separation between God and mankind, it, it leaves mankind in a dark place and trying to figure out things on themselves, by themselves. Right. And because mankind is in a dark place trying to figure out things by themselves, of course they're going to uh, come up with like humanistic type of view, such as, you know, you know, whatever you see that you are, whoever you see yourself to be, that's who you are. Just accept even your faults, even your, um, your, your failures and things like that. That's a part of it. It's who mm-hmm. you are. It's okay. Well, the truth of the matter is, is that it's not okay to accept a identity when we didn't even have the opportunity to go back to the manufacturer. Right. So you mean to tell me I got to mm. keep driving a broke down car because it's yeah. okay. It's just mm. it's life. It's a part of life. Mm. God saying, listen, that's not the life that I have for you. Exactly. The life that I have for you starts off with us conversing. You ask yes. the question, I answer the question directly presented with your identity. So it is important for us to know who we are because whatever we believe about ourselves, that's who we're going to be. But if we Amen. believe God says that we are, then we, and yeah, don't get me wrong. I know I'm sharing these things, everybody watching and listening. I know I'm sharing these things to sound like I'm just like up here with it. It's a work in progress. Yes, you got to work at it. Because right. we had more years in the darkness than in the light, in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Being that we can't get it right, you know, it just simply means that recognize that we are, you know, God redeemed us from the darkness. So there may be some residue of the darkness that try to hold us back from being our true self. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so yeah. many things. Like the other thing that just came to me is this the reason why it's so, oh, let me say it like this, you know, where the scripture says, that the commandments of God is not burdensome. True. Mm. This yep. is good. This is good. <laughs> the reason why, this is what God showed me, the reason why the commandments of God is not burdensome, because every commandment really aimed at you being your true self. Wow. Wow. And it's easier once you know who you are to be who you are. <laughs> Wow. Look, watch this. When God, spoke that. To, when God spoke to Adam, right? Notice that God did not tell Adam, oh, don't commit adultery. Don't steal. Don't kill. Mm. God, he never said anything like that to him before sin. He never said anything like that. The only thing he said was, do not eat of the tree, of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's mm-hmm. all said he said you can eat up all these other you know fruits herbs all of that is yours but don't eat of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil that's all he said right so but then and and we say this why he only said that and why he didn't say oh don't kill don't steal don't 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 commit adultery don't bear false witness you know why he didn't say those things 
is because Adam was what was built in Adam already as a son of God. And Eve, Adam and Eve, they were already in the image and in the likeness of God. So it didn't make sense for God to tell them mm -hmm. to tell yeah. them to to not do this, not do that, because it was already a part of our nature to be just wow. as to be equal to God, not in position, but to be equal to God. That's what um, Paul was talking about when he said, let this mind be in you that was also with Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus. Hmm. Thought about robbery to be equal with God. And of course, it goes on to talk about, but took upon himself a bond as a, uh, made himself as a bond servant. Right. This, that, and the third. Um, that's a good text. Um, <laughs> it's that. That's very. Yeah. So, but I just want to highlight that we're supposed to have the mindset of being equal with God, not according, not trying to be like have the same position as God, but to be equal in character, in nature, and likeness. Character, yeah. nature, and likeness, and, and it's not robbery. Amen. And that's and that's. Like you said earlier, that's what being Christ-like means. Yeah. We, we are we are made in His image. We've been recreated in His image to be like Him, um, to to walk and talk and and live in that image, in that new identity from Him. And so, we are supposed to be just uh, a carbon copy of Him in the world in the earth. And that's what it means to be ambassador. You know, yeah. you can't be an ambassador without number one, understanding where you come from. Right. So yep. now you, you understand who you are. You understand where you come from. You come from the kingdom of God. You know, Jesus said his kingdom is not of this world. Um, and so you are part of that kingdom, which means you are not of this world as the Bible also says. So, now, as we begin to understand these things, like you said, we can live out our purpose, right? Like we can live out what God calls us to do. And the enemy will continue to lie to us and say that, tell us that, you know, we can't live it out and, you know, it's too hard and it's, it's too much. And like you said, that's, that's against what Jesus said. You know what I mean? His commandments is not burdensome. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. You know what I mean? Yes, so, and, and I think the way that we think about it, we're like, man, how could this be, how could this burden be easy and his yoke is light? You know what I mean? How could, how could that, but the answer to that is because you, you understand who you are and you, you live in that identity. You know what I mean? But in our flesh, we, we, we say it's too hard. You know what I mean? In our flesh, in our fleshy minds, and we're not really, our minds are not renewed. We say that it's too hard. Yeah, it's too hard in the flesh. It's impossible in the flesh. <laughs> but in, in God, in the spirit, it's, it's possible. All things are possible. Thank and you can, you can live in that, that burdensome, the, 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 the life that's not burdensome, right? The, the abundant life that he wants to give us. You know what I mean? And it's, it's not that situations or circumstances won't don't exist anymore. <laughs> like, like you won't be tested anymore or we're not saying that, you know, the enemy won't be attacking because he's on his job. 
but we should be on our job. Exactly. You know what I mean? Being sober and vigilant because we know the enemy is is trying to to take us away from God's purpose. You know what I mean? So um, I don't want to keep you that much longer. I just wanted to ask you because you've already blessed us so much. You know what I mean? But with everything you that was said, so I just wanted to ask you if you wanted to add any final thoughts to the discussion before we close it out. Keep. Jesus said this. Let me say it like this. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and his righteousness. And of course, you know, in context, he was dealing with, um, you know, not to worry by how people in the world worry about what they're going to eat, what they're going to wear, you know, shelter, all of, all of those different things that come into um, mm-hmm. that perspective. Right. But Jesus is saying that, but even though, yeah, you too need these things, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added. So you don't have to take no thoughts. You don't have to mm. work. Right? Now, seek ye first means to make priority. Number one, this kingdom that God will reign in your life. Listen, we, we got to be honest with ourselves because we do have a personality that is still, um, you know, it was molded, it was shaping when we was in the kingdom of darkness. We had right. to check ourselves, be honest with ourselves in, in our personality. Which area in our personality is not submitted to God? I found out that this place, and I'm being transparent, I found out this place in my personality that is not submitted to God. I found that out. And it's not rocket Right. So what I have to do as, as a person that, that you know, proclaim that I am a son of God, I have to surrender, I have to submit those areas of my personality to God. So, mm-hmm. and then, with that being said, that's what we all have to do. We have to examine ourselves. Prove to your, your own self. Uh-oh. Do you not know your own self that Christ be in you unless you be a reprobate? Remember that scripture? It yep. is in the Hebrew, I believe it's uh, chapter 13 or, or chapter right. 12. And it talks, that, that highlight that we're supposed to know. We're supposed to know that this is who we are. Um, so let me come back to this place. Seek ye first. Make priority. God's rulership in your life is active rule. Right? Mm-hmm. Rule is supposed to be active in our life on a daily basis. Right? And it may not mean that you hear the audible voice of God or you hear God speak to you on the inside to go do certain things like make it left here, make it right there. You know, of course, God will tell us to do certain things at time move forward. We're supposed mm-hmm. to have a type of relationship with daddy. Right. However, at the same time, we are also supposed to know what the word of God says. Amen. Well, what is pretty written about who we are and, and what it looks like to be like Christ in every given situation. How we're supposed to be acting when when we're at home. How we're supposed to be acting when we're dealing with our fathers, our mothers, 
you know, how we're supposed to be acting when we're dealing with our children, how we're supposed to be acting when we're dealing with people. You know, right. all things we're supposed to have these conversations more because Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. But he Amen. showed us that as you're seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, you're actually seeking first, making priority in your life that God be the ruler, the king, the, the supreme ruler in your life, that you that you are obedient to him. You know, of course, I'm not trying to make it seem like it's work, 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 work. However, it is work. It's just that you're not working by yourself. You're working with the Holy Spirit. That's why his commandments right. is first. As we do things with the Holy Spirit. Then he said, and his righteousness. So he's highlighting and identity. Hmm. Identity. You are the righteousness of God within Christ Jesus. That's who you are. What's that? Hmm. Verse Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. Yep. You are the righteousness of God within Christ Jesus. So that's your identity. You're seeking righteousness. You're seeking to be obedient to the king. You're seeking also to be your true self. If people can really connect the two. I know I'm taking up time, but this this is yeah, that's fine. I gotta slow down, really. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> if people can get the this revelation, hold on to it and not allow the devil to take it away from them, if they can recognize that their identity is directly connected to the commandments of God. So don't try mm. to obey the commandments of God because you're trying to be good. No. Wow, yes. Just obey the commandments of God because you want to learn how to be your true self. You're a king, you're a queen, you're a daughter, you're a son of the most mm. high or royalty. There's a way that we carry ourselves. There's a way that we speak. There's a way that we respond to situations and circumstances when it comes towards our, our way. We are supposed mm. to the, the light that shines from God in this earth. Amen. So first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, you are seeking first that, making priority that God's order be in us and manifest through us and that we also seek to be our true self. Yes. With that being said, my final remark with that being said is this. Keep this going. Keep it going. When it comes to talking about identity, it's not something that you can just do and then leave it alone. This is actually supposed to be a main highlight. Seek the, the kingdom of God and our identity. Yes. The kingdom of God is the realm by which we can flourish at our best. Just like the birds flourish in their best football, football. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, the identity of a bird is a bird, whatever type they are. And then a part of the identity is that they are able to fly in the sky, that they are able to. <laughs> the birds were made for the sky, and we are made for our Father God. <laughs> and, and I would say it like this birds were their environment, yes, sir. And their environment is the sky, mm. our environment is the kingdom of God. The birds flourish at their best in the sky. Mm -hmm. Human being, the human race, we flourish at our best in the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Wow, man. That's uh, wow. 
such a such a uh encouraging words man um i'm praying that everybody that that has listened so far was blessed and encouraged to to really receive whatever everything that's been said man and um i want to thank you for for coming on man and and just sharing what god has given you to you know on this platform and just being open to allowing the spirit to to use you so um like i said i know you and go ahead i said thank you as well man this has really been a real blessing real blessing thank you for having me here too and hey listen i'm looking to do something like this again perfectly yeah man we we definitely got to keep this up man uh (laughs) this is this has been too good to uh just end it here and like you said you know this identity thing can keep going on and on you know what i mean um so, uh, yeah, we could definitely have you on here again. And I know, you know, we're both busy, but um, we're definitely going to make it happen some other time, man. Thanks again. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you too, man. Love All right. God bless. Well, there you have it. <laughs> what an awesome and encouraging conversation that was. And I pray that you guys were, were blessed and strengthened in your faith and understanding of who you are in Christ. Um, I was definitely encouraged myself by our brother Siafa, and I pray that we would all continue to grow in our knowledge and understanding of our purpose. Um, and so I, I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for your continue, continuing support of Truth Be Told. And I pray that you all will be here next time for our next episode. And uh, until then, thank you and God bless you. Thank <laughs> you.